You're listening to Gifted with Sheila White, a podcast that will inspire you. Its purpose is to uplift and entertain creatives to pursue their passions through their gifts. Sheila White is a film and television producer, author, and entrepreneur. And in each episode, Sheila talks with gifted individuals about their journey and the lessons they've learned. It will also inspire you to make an impact, living your best purpose-driven life with clarity. And now, here's your host, Sheila White. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Gifted with Sheila White. I am so excited today in studio to be talking to uh, my guest. You know, this is an individual that uses his talents to impact the world. And in this fast paced and over chronically stressed world, we need a more purposeful and a more uh, fulfilling and joyful life. This person is putting laughter. You know, the word says that laughter is the best medicine. And this is a person that puts laughter right in front of our hearts and minds so that we can laugh laugh, laugh. And I believe in comedy and I believe in this gentleman, my guest today, which is Antonio Nealon, Nealon, affectionately called Tony K. Welcome, welcome. And the crowd goes wild. (laughs) How are you, sir? I am doing great. Had a long morning this morning, but I'm doing great. Oh, my goodness. Well, people like you work with terrible time constraints. There's always something going on and something happening. I'm really excited to be able to talk with you today. And, you know, Tony, I want to go a little bit into your backstory about, um, you know, what led you up to this point in your life of working with comedians and comics and things like that, because this is something that mm, a lot of people wouldn't do unless they're just a comedian themselves, so to speak. But let's go to your backstory and what led you up to this point in your life for doing this as a ministry, actually? Well, I was always, um, you know, considered funny (laughs) person that, um, you know, when you do things, you want to hang around. Hey, man, when we were Tony, we having a ball, even just at school, you know, on a school bus, Tony was going to have you guys laughing. It's going to do something crazy that everybody going to remember. Um, but um, cause coming up, getting older, I started doing comedy about 22 years ago. I tried to do stand-up comedy. Mm. And it gets to the point that I saw how things was working. You know, if you didn't know too many people, you know, you didn't get booked. Mm. So it was hard to get booked when you didn't really, you know, have no connections. So I got to a point. Well, I said, well, you know what? How about if I start my own show? I can book myself. I don't have to wait on nobody to book me. So mm-hmm. I started doing shows. Here's the funny thing. When I started doing comedy, I started putting together shows that they were used profanity. I mm-hmm. did that for four months, and the Holy Spirit convicted me because I was trying to be like everybody else. God. Holy Spirit convicted me. How you go to church every Sunday, and you're promoting these type of events? So immediately, I did my first clean show, and I started putting together those shows. Ever since, things. Um, um, Twenty-one years later, I'm still doing comedy shows. Um, mm. But what inspired me to do this full time? Um, I had got sick. Mm. I started having problems with my liver. Never mm. drink, never smoked before. I started going having. Um, liver problem. I was going back and forth to the hospital and things got real worse for me. Um, I remember in one year I had nine blood transfusions in less than six wow. months. 
And it got to a point where I got so sick, I was put into intensive care. Oh, my. And they gave up on me. I was given 48 hours to live because I needed a liver. Only thing I remember me is praying, Lord, please don't let me die. You know, the Bible said life and death is in the power of the tongue. Yes, yes. And so, um, but by the grace of God, I received a liver at two o'clock in the morning. Somebody expired and that liver was a perfect match for me. Wow. It gave me a second chance at life. Mm, and mm. by me, you know, going back and forth to the hospital, taking medicine, you know, I was not, not able to work. But I had to utilize the gift that God has put into me. Mm-hmm. And I tell people, sometimes God has to allow something to happen to you in your life to get you to where he wants you to be. You know, some mm. of us got gifts, but we don't have that faith to walk away from something, to walk towards what God is calling you for. So he allowed wow. me to be, put me in that situation, to take me away from my comfort zone that I had to trust in him. Mm-hmm. And here I am. Full time. Wow. We got the comedy shows, doing comedy and other things, though. But but as far as the expiring, you know, I was always like funny guy. I love to be around. I just I was not a bored person. I just love to laugh. So, you know, it, it, it's 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 so cool because, um, you know, a lot of people, they're the class clown in, when they're growing up in elementary school or junior high school. And they don't really find that niche sometimes till like later in life. They just knew that, hey, I was always funny. I just always make people laugh. I hear a lot of comedians, you know, say that type of thing that when they're around their family, they would just, you know, family reunion or so they would just love to make people laugh. Um, what is it? What is that that ingredient that you think that makes a good comedian? Um, because a lot of people that are were the class clown, they don't always cross over into doing comedy full time. They just continue at the barbecues, just making people laugh or around the family table and things like that. But what is that ingredient that you find that is the one thing that most comedians would need to be successful? Well, I would say being successful, there's different levels of being successful. Okay. Okay. You know, that's true. That's true. Successful. You can break that down into a lot of different categories. And we could be here all mm-hmm. days about being mm-hmm. successful. Yeah. You have Hollywood successful. Yeah. You have your personal uh, goal of being successful. That's true. Being successful is just being successful within yourself. As mm. far as being a comedian, um, if you have that stage present in, and you're that person that's not shy mm. and you can make people laugh. I one thing I remember, you're not funny to everybody. Okay. That's important to know. That's important you're not to know. Funny to everybody. What happens is sometimes people get out there in their career and they go do a couple of shows and they didn't like them and they mm. feel, well, man, this is not for me. So they give up. Mm. You have to find your audience. Okay. 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 Once you find your audience, you tap mm. into that and you surround yourself around your audience. Mm. I was not a secular comedian. Okay. Any secular comedians, they also okay. I know a lot of friends that are secular comedians. Yeah. But I found out that was not my niche. Mm. Mm. I had to find my my audience and okay. I had to tap into that and surround myself around that audience. Wow. Wow. That's important because a lot of people don't realize um, they're trying it. They may go out there and they quit 
and they stop because they're not getting the laughs or they're not in front of the right audience. Like you said, that's their niche, which is really important to to think about if you're going into this type of career. You know, I want to backtrack a little bit, Tony, because um, let's talk about when you were ill, which which kind of, you know, changed some things for you at that particular time. Um, how was it being a a liver transplant um person because I know a lot of people are waiting for different types of organs and being on a transplant list or just being in that stage where you think you're going to leave here and you don't know when something's going to happen, when the game is going to change. How was your faith going through that difficult time? Because a lot of people, they've been on a list for a long time and some people are just blessed, you know, like you have been to get a a liver or um, there's there's different types of transplants. But what was your faith like during that particular time in life? Because um, that's a time when people want to check out, give up, don't look at a career, don't look at doing anything, you know, and um, let's talk about that a little bit. What helped you to get through that time, you know, faith and family and friends and different things like that? Well, help me is, um, my passion for what I did. Mm. I mm. love to laugh. And through my sickness, even then, I wish I would have had some pictures prepared for this so we can put that in the slide. Yes. But my skin, I was totally dark. Mm. Mm. And, but you know, I never stopped putting together comedy shows. I was always itching, I was scratching. It was like mm. constant 24 7, you would itch. Mm. Um, people that have, you know, kidneys and uh, liver problems, they can, yeah. that's what I'm saying. You were always itching. But I was always putting together comedy shows. I was going to comedy shows. And I believe because I surrounded myself in that environment. And the Bible said laughter is like medicine. Yes. And scriptural. And I believe because I surround myself around, I was always in my happy place. Mm. in my worst situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I tell people, when you're in a situation, don't give up. You have to push. You have to surround yourself. About, don't stop doing what you're doing. Keep mm-hmm. fighting. Mm. And I believe because of comedy, it's it, it kept me in that situation, in that uh, mm. state of mind that yeah. I can make it. Wow, and wow. Just had, and the rest of it was, it was up to God. Mm-hmm. Which is I did important. What I had to do and yeah. let God do what He needed to do. That's and what some, sometimes. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I go ahead. Go ahead. Sometimes people in this situation they try to figure it out. Let God figure it out. You continue to just do what you do, and let God figure it out. You know, mm. sometimes we have to take our hands off certain things. I'll give you an example. You can have a cut or sore on your hand that's infected. Yeah. But if we keep, because it's hurting us, we keep touching it. It's not mm. going to do anything but get infected worse. Mm. So sometimes we have to let it go and let God take this this hand, focus on us and let God deal with this. I had to let God deal with my situation. And I just continued to do what um, I was called to do. And, and that's so important um, because I know a lot of people that are listening um, it's a time, like I said, with things that we've just come out of this pandemic and still somewhat in it. Um, people are overworked and overstressed and um, so much going on. They're looking for hope. They're looking for something better. And the fact that you said whatever's going on in your life, 
in your world or in your affairs. You have to know to let go and let God. Let him handle your situation, no matter what it is. Um, if you are a person that's on a transplant list or have been told that you have to have a liver or kidney, a heart, lung, whatever it is, to know that do all you can do and let go and let God. I think that's really important for people to know and understand because sometimes we get to that point in life. That's a point where people want to stop. They want to give up. And that's the reason why I wanted you to talk about that a little bit more because it's so important. Now, switching gears, going back to comedy, how do you put together your comedy style? Because you're um, not a secular comedian and you're going in front of audiences um, that have so much going on. They're thinking about the pot roast in the oven, maybe on the weekend or, or something. Um, if it's a Sunday afternoon show and they're thinking about all the things going on in life, they're coming there to laugh, to have a good time. You're coming there to take their mind for a moment off of the things that they may be going through. So how do you get to, de how do you develop your style as far as your comedy style? Because a lot of people look around at things and it's funny but it may not be funny, like you said, to that audience or that niche group. So how do you develop your personal style of comedy and your material, I guess I'll say it that way? Well, I, I just use things that growing up, how things used to be and things happen in the church. I, I Because I, I do a lot of shows in church and my age group mm -hmm. is 40 plus. Okay, okay, okay. And I, I target those area, those um crowds that I won't say they all go to church, but okay. they're more mature and they don't want to hear all of the, you know, the hot topic or, stuff, huh? They don't want to hear that, <laughs> and I just target that audience. I I just stay in church areas at the end when I do my church. It's always someone there that like, man, you was funny. They invited me and they invited me to another church event. But I just be myself. I talk mm -hmm. about things that happen in the church. I talk mm -hmm. about growing up and um, I just make it funny. Wow. You know, I just try to make it funny. Even just put the pastors, you know, how, you know, pastors always want you to stand up and touch people. <laughs> and I just turn that into a joke. You know, I say, hey, I was at this church and this pastor got mad at me because he told me, he told the audience to stand up and touch six people. That's what pastor ain't number three of us in here. <laughs> things like that that's, that's people are visual you know pastor trying to tell you to touch people they only got four members but they want you to touch six people and you're looking around like do I got to touch myself like a few times <laughs> things like that and just yeah. try to make it funny you know it, just remember that everybody's not going to laugh at everything but yeah. if I can get at least 75% of the people laugh I, I, I'm successful that, at that moment Wow, that that that's pretty cool. And you're right. They'll say, talk to somebody, shout to somebody, all of those things. Um, there's so much in life that is just naturally funny um, when we look at it, you know, through, through, through a different lens, so to speak. I mean, um, even this crazy world that we're in and things going crazy with politics and other things, there's so much material there if you look at it and just, you know, put it out there, um, you know, in the right way. Now, Tony, you not only are you funny and, and that you started as a comedian, but you decided to bring other comedians underneath your umbrella. Let's talk about how you got started with um, just getting some other team members together and, and starting this organization where other comedians are under your umbrella and you're sending them out doing shows for them. Well, I had started, 
the, um, a company called the Christian Company. When I first started and I started doing shows, I started my own company mm-hmm. called the Christian Comedy Network. The Christian Comedy Network is just an organization um, or agency that put together wholesome shows for the community. Um, we also do fundraisers for churches. We show them how to raise funds through creative mm-hmm. comedy. Um, and what I've done is a lot of churches, they would call the Christian Comedy Network, hey, we'd like to get a comedian. So mm-hmm. what I would do, I would go out and hire a comedian and and um, assign them to that assignment. Mm-hmm. Or they'll call, hey, we want to put together a comedy show. We need three comedians. Mm-hmm. Can you get that together for me? I sure can. I'll get all the comedians that um, I'm associated with, that I've worked with over the years. And I negotiate a price and we go put together a show. And I also put together my own shows um, mm-hmm. just on a regular basis. So we operate out of Chicago, Milwaukee, and Detroit. Mm-hmm. And um, all the comedians that I've worked with throughout the years, I just contact them and say, hey, are you available for this date? I negotiate a fee. And we put mm-hmm. the show together. Um, I don't actually, you know, I won't say own yeah. those comedians. I'm not their yeah. manager. Yeah. I yeah. do contract work. It's just mostly contract work with them. Mm-hmm. And I just built up a great relationship with a lot of comedians. Um that I thank God that they trust and that, you know, mm-hmm. working with comedian Tony K of the Christian Comedy Network, you will get your money. That's yeah. one of the work, one of the things in entertainment. Am I going to get paid? Mm-hmm. Which is important because if you don't feed the band, the band is not going to play with you very long. <laughs> you know, so that's important. You mentioned fundraisers. Um, let's talk about fundraisers because a lot of churches want events. They want something happening at their church, but they're, um, they don't know how to go about getting the money to be able to bring on an event or a comedy event to their church. So how do you help churches or organizations fundraise um, to bring on an event like this to their establishment? Well, we um, we show them how to do it and how easy it is. How okay. people like, can get people to come. How are we going to get people to come? We have a great marketing strategy that we will mm. show you, walk mm. you through how to get tickets so mm. um, my first person is going to buy my ticket if i'm doing something every year or twice a year for my church or a fundraiser the first person that i'm going to the person that cuts my hair okay i go okay. to the barbershop every other week get a haircut okay every year mm-hmm. if he or she cannot sow a seed into your ministry you do not let them they do not need to be in your hair wow women get their hair done go to the shop on wow. a regular basis. If that person can't buy tickets once or twice a year for your event, you don't need they don't need to be doing your hair. You first start wow. out with people wow. that do business that you do business with on a regular basis. Them mm-hmm. are your first tip people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, we have a strategy of how to get tickets. So then we share that with the church, um, you know, how to um put together a fundraiser. Mm-hmm. You know. And that, you know, you you really hit on something really powerful because Oftentimes we're doing business with different organizations and things through the year and we don't think to go to them to support uh, what we're doing, you know, especially when it comes to, you know, purchasing tickets for something for a good cause and things like that. But you're right. You know, barbershops, beauty salons, um, other establishment cleaners. Different yep, people. Yep. We're spending all this car money. Car wash, yeah. Wash. And let me speak yeah. to the manager. Um, we have tickets for sale. Can you donate two tickets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, don't need, I don't need to get my car wash here. I got a monthly plan. I got a pass that I come here, drive my car through. And if you can't sow a seed at least once or twice a year, then I don't need 
to do business wow. with you anymore. That's important right there because a lot of people, when they're trying to sell tickets for something, they're like, who do I go to? They start with their family. <laughs> they go to a few friends, but they forget about the businesses that they're putting hundreds and thousands of dollars in a year um, and, and not think to go to those people and say, would you support me in this one event? And that is so true because I remember one time I went to my um, insurance agent and I said, listen, uh, we're yep. doing this particular event and it was, and they were like, um, okay. Whoop. And I was shocked. I was shocked that they decided to um, support it. So you're so right. We forget those are some people that we could reach out to, to be able to push our agenda forward so that we can get a full house. Uh, we're doing a, mm-hmm. I go to my bank where I go deposit my money every year. Let me speak to the branch manager. Mm-hmm. I've been a loyal customer for eight years and we're doing a fundraiser. And can you, mm-hmm. your bank donate $200? Wow. Wow. Even your, 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 well, I need to take my money out of this account and go somewhere else. Wow. Even like your cell phone, you're paying money monthly for your cell phone and all of these things. So that is really, uh, that's an important key to helping to, uh, you know, to help get a full audience for ministers out there that our pastors are like, how are we going to do it? Because some of their members, um, you know, aren't thinking of these creative ways. So that's really, really important. And speaking of comedy shows, hey, something's coming up on November the 19th. Hey, what's go- what's going on with the comedy show in Lansing at Freedom Church? This is our last show of the year and it is Customer Appreciation Day. It's a pre-Thanksgiving comedy show wow. by the Christian Comedy Network. And tickets are only $10. Wow. Normal wow. tickets are twenty, twenty-five dollars and up, yeah. but this is customer appreciation day, ten dollars. We asking those that come out with your family, make us a girls' night out. Yes, make yes. It's a couple's night. Yes. And we're also gonna be giving away some vacations at our um, show. We're giving our whole um Las Vegas and Orlando, Florida. Mm. And there is no timeshare presentation. You do not have to sit and listen to nobody for 90 minutes just to say <laughs> no. So we're going to be giving away some free gifts and giving away some um, vacations on that night to Orlando, Florida, and Las Vegas. And I may give away a couple to Hawaii. Wow. You guys, I want you to make sure you hear that. Only $10 for a ticket. But being able to possibly win a trip to Hawaii Florida, come on, y'all. You know, the weather's getting ready to get cold here in Chi-Town, Chicago, as we call it, or the go, Chicago, as we call it. But if you're looking for a great time, uh, girls night out, couples night out, family night out, because it's all clean comedy. Um, November the 19th, which is coming up very, very soon, a pre-Thanksgiving show. Um, Being thankful for what God has done in your life and and just th- just wanting to laugh because as Tony said, laughter is the best medicine. And this will be happening at Freedom Church. Could you give them the address of Freedom Church, uh, Tony, in Lansing? Oh, Freedom Church, twenty. Oh Lord, I was... okay. Let's go twenty two ninety eight Ridge Road in Lansing, Illinois six oh four three eight. That's Freedom Church. This event's going to be taking place. It's going to be off the chain. And I want you guys to support this because this is a Thanksgiving gift you could give to yourself. Only $10 per ticket, but with the chances of being able to win a trip 
to Hawaii or to Florida or to Las Vegas. Hey, the weather's getting ready to get cold here. And just a little weekend trip, a weekend getaway, you deserve that. You deserve that. And being able to laugh and, and enjoy comedy with so much going on in this world that we're in. So I want you guys to support that. Where can they get a hold of you, Tony, to be able to find out more information about the Christian Comedy Network? If comedies are, com comedians are out there and they want to um, say, hey, let me get my chops at this a little bit and uh, try it out or to audition with uh, Christian Comedy Network, how can they get in contact with you? Um, they can reach us at um, our website, www thechristiancomedynetwork.com that's www.thechristiancomedynetwork.com or you can email us at christiancomedynetwork at gmail.com or you can give us a call at toll free 866-782-2028. If you don't remember 23, think of Michael Jordan. That was why I signed that. <laughs> and and that is the show. I just want to throw this in. Uh -huh. At the show, we're going to give away maybe three or four vacations. But if you sow a seed to our organization, because we mm -hmm. had started our scholarship fund, mm. anybody that donates will get a vacation. Wow. You can't lose with the stuff Tony K uses, guys. I'm telling you. I have a question for you, Tony, as we're getting ready to close. What would you give an elephant with diarrhea? Oh, you got, you got me on this. What would I give an elephant with diarrhea? A whole lot of room. <laughs> <laughs> Had to give that to you, bro. Had to give that to you. Well, listen, I want to thank you for being our guest today. Uh, you, you're you awesome. I, I love working with you and talking with you. You inspire me. I am, I'm just so excited. We're going to be at the show on November the 19th. Um, being there, I want you to check it out because Freedom Church is where it's going to be going down at the pre-Thanksgiving show. Guys, I'm telling you, you you need to be in the house for that. I want to thank you for listening. If you did not hear this entire broadcast with Tony K, I want you to visit our website at www.road the number two eternity.net for more information. Tony's information will be on there. I'm so excited that um, this pre Thanksgiving show is coming up so we can be thankful. We can laugh. We can have a good time and possibly win the trip to Vegas or to Florida or Hawaii. That's the best place to be right now with it getting ready to be cold in Chi town, Chicago. Thank you guys for listening. I want you to remember that you are uniquely designed and strategically gifted, use your gifts to impact the world. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Gifted with Sheila White. We hope you understand how your gifts can make an impact on the world. Gifted with Sheila White is produced by Road to Eternity, a film and television production company.